0: Today on the Disco Ritos Podcast, we're talking Lower Deck Season 1, Episode 3, Temporal Edict. Okay, so this is how it's going to play out. I'm Chris, a lifelong Star Trek fan.
1: And I'm Andrea, a casual dabbler of the Star Trek world.
0: Together we're going to have fun,
1: watch episodes,
0: and try and become the best Trekkies we
1: can. This episode spoke to me. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I worked at a lot of jobs that had similar problems to the ones that face our crew on this episode like so, a klingon problem i wish <laughs> i wish
0: Do not wish for a klingon problem
1: okay that's all i have to say maybe not a klingon problem but it would be better than the problem that they face which is a captain or a leader a boss kind of taking out their own personal insecurities on their crew on their subordinates
0: no, yeah, that 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 makes sense. Um, how do we like lead into the synopsis here? Now you kind of—I
1: don't know. I think anybody who hears the passion in my voice will understand exactly what I'm talking about. No synopsis necessary.
0: A new work protocol eliminating buffer time has the lower deck's crew running ragged as they try to keep up with their tightened schedules. And so Mariner and Commander Ransom's mutual lack of respect comes to a head during an away mission. So the B-plot in this is actually just as good as the A-plot. Actually, the, the A-plot seems more of a B-plot than the B-plot does.
1: I, wait, okay, I'm confused. Which is the A-plot, which the, is the B-plot? The A-plot
0: plot is on the ship with buffer time. Okay. The B-plot is Ransom and Mariner's away mission.
1: Yes. I, you know, I, I really enjoyed both plots.
0: Yeah, so the, the A-plot, buffer time, I'm a big fan of buffer time. What I would have called it is Scotty time. He, uh, he told Captain Kirk that he takes his, well, Captain Kirk asked if, uh, if he takes the time it would take to accomplish something and multiply it by four. And Scotty said, yeah, that's, or else how would he be known as a miracle worker? And that's true. And I kind of do that with a lot of things. When people ask me to do something, I'll like times it by two and then I get it done early.
1: That's so smart. I don't know why I never thought of it. I think that's actually what caused me to shift into self-employment <laughs> because maybe I didn't understand the value. I was I was a little bit like tendy
0: Yeah, see, your, your problem was the thing you hated at work was the if you have time to lean, you have time to clean oh, thing. It was just yeah. busy work, you thought. Busy work. But it's not busy work. That's where you just like, you know, meander the mop and run out the clock. You What else could you be doing at work? Might as well just do that. But I, I get it. I, I get why the, why you'd hate that. I, I hate cleaning and stuff. Well, what's weird is that all the jobs I've had, I hated cleaning if I was told to, but I was cool if I didn't have to. It's so And true. I just do it myself.
1: You know, it's, it's, it's the micromanagement of it all. I know this is supposed to be a, a show about the episode, but you know when it really touches home? <laughs> when it really just... You're like, yes, I have lived that. Maybe not on a starship, maybe at a fast food restaurant instead. But I have lived that existence of just being micromanaged, just being told, you know, to just look busy for busy's sake or be busy unrealistically.
0: Yeah. Well, that's and it goes more into it in the episode, and we'll talk a lot more about your insecurity as we go. The um, cold open for this episode. I has has every episode been a cold open so far? Yeah. In that it's not attached to the plot at all
1: oh i don't know
0: because this one definitely was just a cold open It's just boimler well, playing oh, uh, playing the violin i can
1: see how it's attached because it's it's showing captain freeman that she doesn't really have the control over her ship when mariner starts playing the heavy music oh
0: you know what it does and it also shows a ransom when he comes down to tell him to shut up you can realize there's a little bit of tension even though he yells at the wrong person yeah. It's funny that Ransom's such kind of a knucklehead that he doesn't recognize that the loud guitar music that was bothering them up on the bridge was not Boimler's small little violin. Yeah. But he still breaks Boimler's small little violin.
1: And you know what else I just noticed is actually the episode ends the way it begins, with Boimler getting credit for something he didn't... Or getting the wrong kind of attention.
0: Yes. Oh, that's that's true. Because Boimler shines in this episode, taking away buffer time as, as Captain Freeman does is, is Boimler's jam. And imagine him as a captain. Because not only is he aware of the buffer time, he accepted the buffer time because it's kind of tradition and he gets it that other people need the brakes. I think he'd be a good captain. It's a good thing he's in the command program.
1: I, I, you know what? I feel like they'll never let him rise above first officer. I think. He, I think... I think he'll. Never, he's like a Riker. He's a Riker. He's a Riker for life. Except actually, I I think I heard that Riker is now an admiral or something. So.
0: I don't know what how much you want to know. So if the timeline was correct in in Lower Decks as it is, it was a year after Nemesis. Riker is now currently the captain of the Titan.
1: Oh, so he he becomes the captain.
0: Yes. So you're you're not going to be a would Won't be a Riker. Unless you got promoted.
1: No. Is there any, are there any first officers that just sort of stay first officers? I'd
0: assume so in a lot of ships. It's like, it's kind of like the Ensign Kim problem.
1: And that would be.
0: You don't know the Ensign Kim problem?
1: <laughs> no, I don't. You're looking at me like, like I just like hit your dog with my car. I, the, the whole,
0: <laughs> the whole thing about this podcast is bringing a non-Trekkie into a Trekkie world. But wow, you watch Voyager, man. You is notice it,
1: oh, is that that he never become more? Never lieutenant.
0: gets promoted. Tom Paris, they picked him up on a penal colony. He was in prison, and they made him a lieutenant. <laughs> oh, they promoted and demoted him like four times, and still above Harry.
1: Yeah, I guess he because Voyager was gone for what? How many years? Like nine, seven
0: years, seven I think. Seven years, yeah.
1: and never got past ensign. Okay, no, that and is there's funny. no reason
0: not to because also he was head of ops. People reported to him.
1: But I think, what if it's because they had nobody coming up from Starfleet to fill the ensign positions, it just didn't well, they, make, they, like...
0: Well, they didn't need an ensign position, and I, I do I guess, I uh, I was, was going to say, and like, the, the ranks really matter at that point, but... Rank
1: as, is everything!
0: But as Ransom reminds us...
1: <laughs> rank means everything always! Yeah.
0: <laughs> With, with, yeah. Okay. Let's let's start. Let's start into the episode. So the cold open happens, which is kind of a warm open, I guess. And it cuts in on Ransom doing the first officer's log, which we've agreed on is important to to yes. the functioning of I'd a say, starship. I say
1: first officer and up.
0: Well, they're going to to a peace summit where Captain Friedman's going to broker a peace deal. Yes. But or then or what so happens?
1: That's she thinks. Okay. How many admirals are there? A lot. Okay. A lot. I thought. I don't know much about like military, but I thought for the army and stuff there's only like one general?
0: No, no, no. No, no, no. There there is one like chief
1: general. like like
0: super general, but like in Starfleet, you'll see the same kind of admirals kind of pop up because they're all kind of they all there there's there's a command structure and everything like the admiral there there's different types of admirals. I'll have to go look into the admiral ranks, but they're they report upwards just like um the uh, staff on the ship. Okay. So there's vice admirals, rear admirals. They go up to the admirals. Then there's commodores and stuff.
1: Because I think on the on the first episode we saw that Mariner's dad yep. is an admiral, and it's kind of funny. Like you would think he would have some sort of pull. I I assume they're not married.
0: I always thought they were like divorced or something.
1: Yeah, I or maybe they're together. Um, just from the way the conversation was.
0: Yeah, but also the way the conversation was, the way I picked it up is, like, he, whatever he was the admiral of, um, whatever his his job was, had nothing to do with uh, the corner of space or the Cerritos or anything.
1: Mm -hmm. Imagine Imagine
0: the admiral who has to, like, handle all the California-class ships.
1: Because I was thinking he might have some pull, because it seems like, I mean, it seems a little bit personal, (laughs) the way she got... They just changed locations last minute. Oh, I, okay. Actually, no, I get that. I get that.
0: There. This is another example of the California class being just... They, they changed locations, which it could have just been. They changed locations so they had a closer ship. Or they didn't want the California class...
1: To be the representative. To be the
0: representative. Send the Titans, sense. send the Enterprise. To broker a peace deal. That's... that's Yeah, that is important. That's hero ship stuff. Which I guess the Cerritos is our hero ship, but... Well, at least she'll get the next once-in-a-lifetime uh, summit there. Yeah. Uh, so they, they get uh, reassigned, and they're delivering trinkets to a planet.
1: Yes. And uh, then it kind of skips ahead, and I don't know why I'm obsessed with this, but we see main crew, the people we follow, Boimler and...
0: The Lower Decks. The Lower lower Deckers. We'll call them the Lower Deckers. We say
1: the Lower Deckers ordering margaritas frozen. They do specify the temperature of their food.
0: Yeah, sometimes they do. No,
1: not sometimes. Three out of three, 100% of the time. Okay, We'll we'll pay
0: attention to that. (laughs) Yeah. Did you wonder how they could be drinking margaritas on duty?
1: No. I just assumed.
0: What did you assume?
1: That anyone could do whatever they want. And yep, does. that's a Starfleet <laughs> rule. No, this whole
0: episode is about like following orders and stuff. But if
1: you can, if you've got a, um, uh, what is the thing that called that makes the things
0: replicator? Yes,
1: if you have a replicator, Yikes. can't you uh, replicate whatever you want?
0: Yes, the the margaritas and their alcohol has synthahol in it, oh. synthetic alcohol.
1: I was gonna say something more about the frozen margaritas, but like, who would order a margarita any other way?
0: That's yeah, but.
1: I would like a hot, steamy margarita, please. One hot, steamy margarita, please.
0: Okay. Fair point. But maybe there's, like, warm margaritas. Oh, that doesn't matter. That sounds gross anyway. So, anyway, then, then we, got, um, we got Boimler. Now, this is interesting. They are... I can't... It's got to be a directive. But it is possible... Well, I mean, Rutherford's working on it. So, they are definitely testing this force field in the brig. And I think... It's their job. Should Mariner be firing a phaser at it? Well, here's why I think that that's okay. Why? There is a episode. Uh, that this, is like, this is like quoting uh, what do lawyers do. Legal precedent. Yes, yeah. Yes. So um, in the undiscovered country, they fire the phaser and the alarms go off detecting the phaser fire. So in order for this to work, they would have to disable the alarm, which I assume would take command codes. So they knew that they were firing phasers in, uh, in the brig. Especially phaser fire in the brig if that's detected. You got, you got shacks coming down hot, yeah. probably through the floors. no time for a turbo lift.
1: Can we talk about shacks for a second? Yeah. Because I feel last episode, when Rutherford wanted to switch jobs and he was just so supportive... But this episode, he's just kind of—he's kind of rough. This episode, he's kind of a little bit mean. Everything. He's tired. He's tired. He
0: was tired. Yeah, he was. He was oh, I guess he was tired. He's yes. an angry Bajoran. You put in a sleep-deprived, angry Bajoran.
1: Nobody's acting quite right. So,
0: so cuts to old Freeman walking through her ship, super angry that she's blaming pretty much the being reassigned on the crew not pulling their weight and then she hears some crew talking about buffer time
1: yeah and, and then, then of course it's boimler who who ruins it all
0: well just don't talk to the captain on the turbo lift
1: you know none of this would happen boimler is kind of at the heart of it all this this episode they would never have um he never would have told on buffer time he never would have um fixed the problem later
0: so freeman was upset heard buffer time boimler accidentally spilled the beans A buffer time was this extra time they would add so that they would have time to complete their tasks and take a break and not work too hard and as soon as freeman discovered that uh that this buffer time exists she deleted buffer time and in the way of brooklyn nine nine uh dozer pads was it dozer
1: yeah i think
0: that's his name yeah, right I think yeah it's dozer. so he they get they get little dozer pads that uh, that keep them on track and have uh, times
1: if it can work on Earth, it can work in space
0: but my question is, Rutherford, who got stuck in a Jeffrey suit for seven days and didn't mind at all, gets flustered with uh, no more buffer time and them hurrying.
1: I think it's because everybody else has no buffer time, so he needs to wait on everybody else to get their stuff done.
0: Well, if he's waiting, he could relax.
1: Well, he but has no time to wait. <laughs> my, my
0: thing is, is if, to, if Freeman's pushing all this stuff to happen, like, now, 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 they gotta start running out of stuff to do. Yeah. Or else the ship wouldn't would yeah. run.
1: Because how would they have how would how would they have um, accomplished this all with buffer time?
0: I have a theory that just popped into my head. Yep. As they get tired, they're making so many mistakes that it's oh. recycling the job. So now they have to fix the problems that they're causing, which actually they start doing. So yeah, I'm right.
1: Yeah, you're right. And even at that point, that um, Tendy was like, "Oh, I don't even remember which deck um, sick bay is on." And I think they said something like. I think Rutherford said, like, deck 26, and she said, do we even have a deck 26?
0: Ah, yeah. I see you're setting me up to talk about it, but...
1: Oh, oh, yeah. is there something you wanted to mention?
0: On First Contact, and actually I think it was came up in another movie, they mentioned on the Sovereign class ship, uh, the Enterprise-E, that uh, Worf had mentioned, like, a deck 32, and the schematics only went up to, like, a certain number, so there was always an unusual number of decks, and no one was sure exactly oh. how many decks were on. So I think that was a callback to that.
1: That's a great little... Great little Easter egg.
0: Yeah, Well, maybe. maybe. I, I assume that's what it's for. And then we, we're we following um, Ransom and his away team with uh, Reluctant Mariner uh, heading down to give the trinkets or uh, the crystals. These people love crystals.
1: Yeah, it's crystal time.
0: And Mariner is just being sassy.
1: And Ransom puts up with
0: it. There's no way he, he can't hear her in the back being all snippy.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm kind of... I'm going to use a young person term right here. I'm kind of shipping those two right now.
0: I don't want to... Is that...
1: I don't know exactly what that means. Well, I hear young people say No, it.
0: you're right. Stop saying young people. We're not that old. I
1: think it's like you want them to be in a Yeah, but I also
0: think that, that that ship has sailed. I think I think that's already oh. outdated.
1: Oh, okay, then. That's good. I can use it then. Okay. I best not use things when they're Wait,
0: cool. who? Ransom and Mariner?
1: Yeah. I I know, right? Okay. Okay. Like, obviously, in the beginning, no. But just by the end... Okay, I'm torn. Because on the one hand, it's so nice to see Mariner just not be the one who just fixes it all, wins it all, smarter than everyone, does it all, fights the best. Like She she does fight the best, though. She does fight the best. She did this
0: thing where she jumped in the air and kicked and put out full of her fists and hit four different people, which I think is physically impossible.
1: Probably not...
0: not you know, f- physic... Is that... Ooh. Okay. I
1: call it quartering.
0: I see why, but quartering is something completely different. Oh, okay. Have you never seen... I think it was Braveheart?
1: I think... No, no. You they attach a things. horse
0: to each of the limbs and...
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Except <laughs> she's the horse. Yeah,
0: the thing I... Uh, the thing I was caught up on was... When you say physically, is that relation to physics?
1: No. Like like I'm mean, like like physically like she's strong. She's yeah. like superhuman. So
0: when when something's related to physics, how do you say that? Physically?
1: Physically. Yes.
0: There's no way that's she's right. Physics-ly. So that's physically impossible. She, it is physically impossible. <laughs> She punches good. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. Oh, but Ransom and, and Mariner.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm saying, like, it was, it, it was so nice that she wasn't the superhuman type person who's smarter, better, stronger. But then, does it have to be him? Does it have to be Ransom, who's already, like... Super confident as well, like almost so kind what, of
0: similar. What you're thinking is just because they kind of alluded to a, perhaps something happening between them. You think that's what's happening now? You think it's just Mariner and Ransom? Well, I think
1: I think that's gonna go somewhere.
0: You think so, or will it just never, you know, come up again?
1: I don't know. I I I, I think it might go somewhere. No. If if even if even just to create some jealousy with. With who? I don't know. I think.
0: Were you about to say Boymler? Yeah. Are you saying because there's a male and female main character that they have to be romantically involved?
1: Yes. I you, mean, traditionally, that's how it will.
0: Traditionally, go. that is how it will go.
1: I wonder if that's how this will go.
0: Oh, I don't think it'll go that way at all. No. No. Hmm. No. It's a, it's a very forward-thinking kind of situation.
1: Okay. Well, I could see what it, I could see him. No, I can't. I can't not see it, and not see it eventually. Maybe he'll hook up with like Tendy for a minute, and they'll look way. like way. What Tendy? Yeah, she seems very nice.
0: Yeah, and he seems like a. Um...
1: Oh, you think he's unlovable?
0: No, I don't think he's unlovable. I think he's arrogant and.
1: Oh, wait, are we talking about Ransom or Boimler?
0: Oh, are we talking about Boimler? Yeah. Oh. No, I, I it, was. Boimler, I don't, I don't, I don't, no, no, no. It, what, wait, you're turning this into a... But the, I
1: didn't, they did. No, they didn't. You're they reading did. into it.
0: Okay, there is the some like, moments. Ooh. Yeah, ooh, ooh. But, okay, but anyway,
1: if moving,
0: moving right along. So we're, we're, we're rolling down on the planet because of the no buffer time, the and he, because of the buffer time and his stress, he accidentally um, packs wood instead of the crystal. he? You know, we are adults. Are we? <laughs> Although they do make a joke that yelling he's got wood. But it's a fertility thing, so it is also about that sort of situation. They do not like it because it's not a crystal, and these people, like I said, are very into their crystals. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they get, uh, the away team gets immediately captured. The ensign who screwed up gets speared. Yes. Yeah.
1: And they have the great line, "We live on a starship. You are not dying from a spear."
0: Yeah, from a spear wound, I wound. think it was. Yeah, that, Then that's that's a good point. And he doesn't. Spoiler alert. No. I don't know if we ever see him again. I'm sure we do. But he's a he's a he's not a lower decker, but he is an ensign.
1: We yeah. don't really see him down there. I wonder if maybe. He I guess it keeps to himself.
0: I guess ensigns also work on the upper decks as well. You know what's interesting though is you start seeing people with like the five o'clock shadow and stuff like that. Yeah. But you think in the time they would also, you know, factor in time for personal hygiene.
1: Yeah, you're right because they've got to run out of things to do.
0: So yeah, they they get all they they get all grumpy and uh, and captured and Freeman pretty much is running the entire bridge at this point because all her crew is falling asleep. And I like the whole plot device here is that it's a spacefaring race but they just have spears and swords but they're so tired that they don't even care that these spear swords people thing and and they're not there to like kill they're there to graffiti
1: <laughs> yeah and and graffiti with their phasers to graffiti on but then our crew is using their phasers to graffiti off
0: well you just said it at the lowest setting and I think it just kind of kind of neutralizes the paint. Because, I mean, I can't remember how exactly phasers work now, because they're always like, oh, set to stun or set to kill. But I remember during the TNG something, there's a, it's like a sliding scale of power. So if yeah. you can set the minimum power. But yeah, w- are we sure it was a phaser they used?
1: It could have been a laser magic wand.
0: Well, no, there is cleaning the things too, sure. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, like, a cleaning like light. hand Roomba.
1: <laughs> okay, all you entrepreneurs, a cleaning light.
0: Hey, you know what you're doing right now is actually something that's done a lot is someone looks at Star Trek, gets inspired by something I and mean, then creates it. Yes. That's how Please do that. That's that's how we got the uh cat scan, that's how we got uh the cell phone. Oh. Yeah.
1: I can I can't wait. I can't wait till we do actually get transporters.
0: Oh, although I did watch a very interesting um uh Trek culture that uh it was the episode where, uh, in The Next Generation, they get uh, transported and there's a malfunction and they uh, become kids. It gets all fixed, but like, they, like it's Picard, Guinan, Rolarin. Oh, who's the other person? I can't remember. I'll, I'll, I'll try and remember that. But there four of them and they, they became kids, but they retained all their memories. But anyway, so they were talking about the transporter technology. Where they could reproduce it, so nobody has to die. They were always curious to like, why did they decide to go back to their age? You get too old, you do the transporter thing, become thirty again. You still have all your memories and stuff. So large. they they accidentally found the fountain of youth, and nobody seemed to redo re- no, that. Nobody so. seemed to care. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. it's probably not so easy to copy those results.
0: You know what's interesting? What? You know who did that, or at least who fixed it? I think it was Chief O'Brien. Yeah? Yeah. And Chief O'Brien gets a shout-out in this episode. Oh, yeah,
1: at they the end a, there. They
0: build a statue. Or, oh, no. It was a statue? Well, they were talking about it him was, in the future. And there was a statue. The he most was, important. The most
1: important, greatest.
0: I always liked Miles O'Brien. I always kind of, like, identified with him. But that doesn't matter.
1: Oh, you met him once.
0: Cole Meany? No. There, oh, your, no, you weren't yeah, there. Yeah, I wasn't there. Never mind. And also, I'm not entirely sure if you guys did meet him.
1: Well, and, and like not, we didn't say anything, but he was in the same elevator.
0: How do you know? Because it looked like him, or did he no, say? No, it
1: it, w- it was him. He was he was there for he was there for a convention. It, Where were you? We were in a hotel. He was w- in the same which, hotel. Which We didn't city? go to convention. We were in a Soyuz.
0: you were in a Soyuz. What kind of convention? In a Soyuz, BC for
1: maybe not a convention. I
0: don't think the a Soyuz Star Trek convention was it okay, flaring was up there.
1: there. If for some reason he ever listens to this, were you were you once in an elevator in a Soyuz? Leave a comment down below. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, but okay, I shouldn't I shouldn't judge. But uh, anyway, we, no, I did not never meet Colmeny. I can't remember where I was going with that Colmeny stuff like that. Anyway, let's jump back into the episode. So we get we get to the point where Mariner and Ransom. Ransom. I know his name. Um. They start fighting over who's going to die, uh, fighting the big ogre guy. Vindor. Vindor, sorry. Oh, Vindor has a redeeming... Yeah, Vindor. you
1: can't really call him an ogre. Yeah. He's probably the most well-read person in this episode.
0: That's true. Well, the fight isn't about who's going to who's gonna stay alive, it's who's going to die. I don't know why Mariner was so much into it, because Ransom, that's his thing. Because Ransom also 100%, oh, maybe they both 100% believe they're not going to die.
1: 100%. They're, they're 100% Mariner... Mariner. so won't die. Marinar. marinara,
0: marinara. Um, so as it turns as it turns out, uh, uh, Ransom decides to make a command decision and stab Mariner in the foot with a with a sword and then run yes. out. And what's even funnier is he just runs out and he just like blows apart the just thing that was that keeping them in. Off. So like there, there's just further evidence that these people cannot hold starfleet at all and the only reason any of this is happening is they're trying to kind of keep relations going and everyone else is too tired so ransom gets out there fights uh what's his name vindor, vindor. and vindor all he can say is vindor until ransom two hand punches him about 300 times
1: yes he makes that two hand punch look cool
0: yeah well it is cool that's why they do it but he immediately gets rid of the sword not like he doesn't lose it he throws it he away throws he it. doesn't you don't, don't need it so he he punches Vindor and gets him on the ground, and then Vindor uh, calls it, and then it turns out that he he uh, he can't say other words other than Vindor. He actually likes books, but kind of ruins his uh, his purpose there, and yes. that's pretty sad. Poor Vindor. That's
1: okay. I think he'll have a do, second do, career. Do, do you
0: think he'll ever get vindorkated? What do you mean? Okay, and and he, so back onto the ship. Um, I love the overshot of the ship. Now we see there's something on the hull, like it was like glistening. I'm like, is it like a rock formation? No, it's just the uh, the uh, aliens are graffitiing the outside of the ship. Yes. And uh, the quickest way to really end that was Freeman's like, okay, buffer time's back, we get it. And all of a sudden, like when they're told, you know, don't worry about the rules, just do whatever it takes to get the ship back. Uh, it takes them a hot ten minutes to get the ship back.
1: Yeah, and it's so delightfully named the Boimler Effect.
0: Oh, right, and the Boimler Effect is the exact opposite of what Boimler would ever want to be remembered for. Yes. It's just uh me slacking off and and buffer time.
1: Yep, not, can, uh, no more blindly following the rules. Yeah,
0: which is Boimler's favorite thing to do is blindly follow the rules. We could almost call it Boimler time instead of buffer time at that point.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, um, Vindor decides to... Uh, pitch uh actual trials when they have to do anything and that ends up in them wanting to build a crystal car which they get Vindor on so he's building a crystal car now which makes no sense
1: oh but it's for the death races
0: for the oh yeah right the death races, the death races so yes. no no jury or trial
1: no i think there's a jury but also a death race
0: death race after the jury uh, yeah, they're probably still working that out but yeah. they they get they start on the car which is an interesting kind of backwards way of doing it
1: yeah and you see them at the end lasering off the
0: no, they are phasering it. Options. They are phasering it. Those are phasers. So lowest setting, I guess, and uh, it makes sense. It's kind of kind of a heat thing, and I assume they're just using like Home Depot spray paint or whatever planet they're on. Depot. Crystal Depot. Crystal, Depot.
1: crystal Depot.
0: CrystalDepot.com.
1: Not uh, Crystal.
0: CrystalDepot.crystal. Yeah. <laughs> crystal. uh, <laughs> okay. Um, and then oh, I
1: okay. okay, and then I guess at the end of this episode too. Mariner says she's not going to report Ransom.
0: For the stabbing of the foot thing.
1: For the stabbing of the foot. Again, highlighting her heart of gold. But then Ransom writes her up. So, throws, her her up. <laughs> throws her in the brig.
0: Throws her in the brig for a couple times. Um, he, She gets thrown in for... Her sleeves? Yeah, her not rolling down her sleeves. That's the original charge. And then she kind of leaves in a in a grumpy way. And she gets a couple more days in the brig for that. But she she I don't know when she didn't roll down her sleeves, but that's fine. So that's kind of funny. That kind of adds to their to their kind of like here nor there. She throws a bedpan at his head. It's I mean, I guess, but do, bedpans in the future? I don't want bedpans now.
1: Nobody wants bedpans now. But yeah. how else are you going to, you know, do what a bedpan does?
0: Uh, Transporters, you know. Oh,
1: yeah. That would be so great. Why don't they have that?
0: But we don't want to talk about that. Let's just move on.
1: What do they do with all their, you know, Bodily fluid.
0: Well, there's a there's. I think it's recycled.
1: Okay. Yeah. So so after a few years, you're definitely just drinking straight pee.
0: Well, there there are deep space vessels, but they oh, they go true. to they go back to the space dock a lot.
1: Well, that's true.
0: lot Lost starbase visits. Deep space nine. I don't know if they. I assume they have connections for it, so they uh they probably uh, recirculate the system. I don't know. There's probably a whole technical manual on how the refuse and waste reclamation works. The plaque that Boimler gets is like a like a starship plaque for, for the Boimler effect. And uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, and then it cuts to like a bunch of hundred years in the future, which is super cool. It looks like it's like it's not Starfleet Academy, but it's teaching kids. I, I assume it's just school, but you got a kid in the back that looks a lot like Boimler. Ooh. I don't know what that means, but there's also a Borg in it.
1: Oh, there is. I like, actually, the gag. I like how boiler statue, he looks very uncomfortable with the eagle on his arm. Yeah, like
0: he had to pose for the statue or yeah. something. Yeah, like oh, 100%.
1: Eagle. He was posing with a real eagle. Yeah.
0: Well, that that's, that's pretty much, did we wrap everything up? Um, they end back up on the ship. Uh, they clean up all the graffiti. They work it out with the aliens. Aliens are sorry. They get their crystals and everything. It was pretty much like anticlimactic from a Starfleet standpoint. Freeman's going to have to submit a report to Starfleet about what the heck just happened. Mm-hmm. She might fudge a few things, yeah. but other than that, um, do you do you have anything else to add?
1: Um, not to sound derivative, but live long and prosper.
0: No, 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 because no. I mean, no. also, but that, they, they use that a lot when they like leave for a long time. Oh. It's always, well, no, like, I think Live Long and Prosper is like a normal Vulcan leave to say goodbye and stuff thing. But in the movies and the shows, it's always like, well, we ain't seeing him again. So a more appropriate way to leave is just,
1: Bye. bye.